Welcome everyone. By now, everyone is aware of the damage opioids have caused across the nation for the last two decades or more. We all know somebody. So there are many who are aware of what happened with Purdue Pharma. You're probably aware of the Sackler family and including the documentary that was released. What many don't know is they aren't alone. There's a lot of players who are getting exposed and who are uh, having to cough up massive fines, which in my opinion is really not enough. In today's The Big P Exposed, I want to share with you the others who were complicit in perpetuating the overprescription of these drugs. My name is Mike. Every week I discuss topics that I care about. Hopefully you find them of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is partly brought to you by Grassdoor. Cannabis delivery made simple. Save a whopping 40% when you use the code DAILY at checkout. There's more links down below if you want to help support the channel. So... We know how the settlement turned out for Purdue for the most part. What uh, they agreed upon was like $4.3 billion in settlements to be distributed by uh, to all the people who are victims. Um, it turns out, as I was doing some more research on this, the attorney of the plaintiffs, the people who have suffered, requested more, bringing the total to over $5.5 in payouts. Again, in my opinion, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what they probably earned over the course of two decades plus. So when you average it out, it's about 48000 per person who had been affected uh, from this. And um, we haven't uh, been exposed to the others who also gained from this activity. Many you know, don't know there was so many people involved in this. And we're going to get into that too. Uh, there's definitely some large names here, like Johnson and Johnson is one of them too. And, um, and it was like talked about briefly in media, but it wasn't a big story. They settled as well. And my suspicions with them at the time when I heard about this, um, because I knew they had taken government subsidies to develop a vaccine for COVID, but those vaccines never, like they never came through. There was something wrong with them. And I can't remember exactly what, but there was issues. So they never rolled them out to the public, but they kept the cash. And later on when they settled, I'm like, ah, there you go. That makes sense to me. That's probably where the money went. They kept the tax dollars, our money. They kept it and probably used it to um, settle. So that way they don't have to really take any um, any financial hit. And, um, you know, maybe I'm saying that lightly. I'm sure it's still hurt nonetheless. In any case, um, here's a breakdown of uh, some of these like players that you know we're not really told about we just hear about the big names but manufacturers of the drugs so that's like purdue and that's johnson johnson and there's many of them then you have distributors of these drugs because it doesn't stop there then you have healthcare providers so doctors and the like and the hospitals and whatever there's so many like there's so many levels to this shit. it's insane um and i don't know if any of those people are going to be coughing up any money or if they're going to be held accountable to the same standard. And furthermore, there's even bigger names. So some of the pharmacies, and you've heard of these people, Walmart was one, CVS, and Walgreens. All three were hit with lawsuits as well. Some grounds for the lawsuit include false advertising, failure to warn customers, and negligence. Some pretty obvious stuff. So if you're a victim of this crisis, Here's some things you can do to get a piece of 
that $5.5 billion pie, at least from Purdue. Um, when it's all said and done, if you round up everybody, um, it could be you know tens of billions of dollars. So first thing you want to do is consult a lawyer right away, someone who's very well experienced, gather a lot of evidence. And when you have enough evidence that your lawyer feels confident, you can file a formal formal complaint. And, you know, hopefully your lawyer should be able to work things out from there. These settlements were going to victims to aid in some of these expenses, the medical expenses, the rehab costs from addiction, uh, lost wages. You know, when you're addicted and you're suffering and you're going through pain management, you're unable to work, uh, pain and suffering and punitive damages long term. It's been a crazy ride witnessing this entire fiasco. It's, it's insane. Uh, but considering these things have happened before and almost certain, uh, they may happen again in the future. I think, uh, it's safe to say they'll, um, you know, they'll try to write some laws and some bills to prevent these things in the future, but they'll always find a way around it somehow, some way. What do you guys think? Leave them down below. Like you, I've heard hundreds of horror stories of what people have gone through as if pain management isn't hard enough. It's not bad enough. You know, you add the pain of addiction. It's insult to injury. It's terrible. If uh, you have any stories of your, you know, your own stories, family members or friends, leave them down below. I'll catch you guys on the next one.